You have entered the 13, a place where real stories about music, touring, and the beyond are told. Music does something to us. We all experience it in our own way. It can affect our senses, transport us through time, and release emotions. On this podcast, we will talk with people about the power of music and the beyond. What does the beyond mean? Let's find out together. Turn on your metronomes because this time is about to be tracked. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to The 13. I'm your host, Ryan 13, and today we are joined with Rob Past Hell from Six Past Hell or Rob Alexander, whatever name you want to call him. I've known this guy for like 20 fucking years. He's one of my greatest friends. We've been talking here before the show started, and it's like we didn't miss a beat. Rob, no. welcome to the show. Absolutely. Thank you, man. Thank you. How are you doing today? I'm great. I'm great. I'll tell you Perfect. what, real quick. Yeah. I love I love what you're doing, man. Oh, I've, been watching you. all, I've been watching all like all of it. And it's what's great about it is the fact that I know almost everybody and we've had yeah. a musical history and a friendship. So like the stories that they're telling is like, wow, I was there. You know, we, yeah. we lived yeah so yeah that's great this is this is what i wanted to do i i I originally just wanted to do this with my friends like it was just going to be me and the guys in razor 13 i was going to do it on the other youtube page right and and just do a zoo or you know a zoom podcast like thing and my buddy from uh expanding reality brandon thomas hey brandon hey expanding reality y'all go check out yeah y'all go check yeah you know brandon (laughs) yeah he's got uh, this great podcast over there and if you go check his stuff out, he would love it and I would love it. But anyway, the um, Brandon said, why don't you just do a full-on podcast? Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, maybe. And then it, it now it's morphed into that, which is Dude, great. I love it. Yeah, it's awesome, dude. So uh, like for it. everybody out there, uh, Rob plays drums in a band called Six Past Hell. He has various other projects. But Rob, for the people who don't know you, would you like to tell them a little bit about yourself? Well, it's just pretty simple drummer for six past hell and uh toured a lot met a lot of friends been been very fortunate to do what a lot of people can't do you know as far as being in a band and uh not signed by a label but touring like you're signed by a label on buses right Right. which which you did as well yeah with you yes yes yeah 2005 no six yeah, it was 06. It was April 06. Was it April? Yeah, it was April of 06. And, oh, dude. So literally right before we started this podcast, my mother sent me um, a photo of something she found in the drawer. And this is taken outside of y'all's house. And it's actually like, it's the tour. Um, Katie? Razor. I say, yeah, and Katie. Yeah, absolutely. Let me, I'm going to share the screen for a second just because it's easier share screen you see this oh wow yeah like and it's all oh, it's wow, with yeah. six past hell it's the whole yeah. it's that whole tour yeah the whole yeah we did we did a good job man yeah and uh acadia <laughs> oh, man i forgot that's how we ended that yeah. i think we skipped i think we skipped that the um the oklahoma one yeah yeah we didn't do oklahoma we were like coming back. It took us a long time to come back from LA or whatever. 
Oh, we had issues with the bus. The bus was breaking down every five seconds. There's exhaust coming in. <laughs> Do you remember uh, Mike was sick? Yes. For about two days. Yeah. And I was like, man, I, I don't want us to get sick because we got like a bunch of shows left after. Yeah. And so I just started cleaning the bus, man. Like, remember, I took bleach and I scrubbed yeah. every inch of that fucking thing, dude. Yeah, this is pre-COVID days what? too. None of us, none of us got sick. That's no. true. None of us got sick. That dude, Mike, <laughs> Mike, yeah, poor guy. He was sick in like yeah. When we we parked outside of the gig, or we parked the bus, and we were there for like a day before you, you and Scott and some other people went out and went out to the Sunset. strip. Yeah, went out yep. to the strip and hung out. I had a buddy come to the bus and hang out with us. Mike was in his bunk the whole time, sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometime during that one of those nights, and Mike, I don't hate me for telling the story, but you know, you don't shit on a tour bus, right? And if you have to, no. you shit shit in a bag or something uh, and throw it away. No heat. No heat on the bus. Right. No heat on the bus. And yeah. um anyway, uh Mike uh couldn't get into the club because it was after hours and he had to go. <laughs> I remember. So yeah. he shit on the bus. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> we uh we came back and we had really man yeah it happened you know we gave him a hard time about it but yeah, uh, you have to at the time we get it yeah it, dude you got it, it you got it, it. it when you gotta go you know yeah i think he even tried he like even went like behind the club and was like okay i'm gonna just shit by yeah. this dumpster yeah <laughs> and i mean that that's not story. possible <laughs> yeah that's the story he told me i tried to go behind the club man it just wouldn't work it just oh. wasn't working right, no. i get it yeah, that was that was cool. I mean, and you had talked to Scott about and Mike when I watched that podcast, and uh, the whole issue with the screen you know, when the screen came up and or the the curtain. Oh yeah, and then, and I, I was I was on uh, stage left. Okay, watching. yeah, you were on the stage. Okay, cool. And it was just silent. Yeah, it sucked. I <laughs> with hands raised up and ready to rock and roll and. Yeah, so Uh-oh. everybody everybody Uh-oh. who hasn't listened to Scott's uh, episode, <clears throat> what we're referring to is we played the gig in L.A., uh, yeah. Razor 13 and Six Fast Hell, and when Razor 13 came out, the announcer had to, cur- you know, we had a curtain and everything, and the curtain's yeah. going up. It was like from Houston, Texas, or, you know. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. like a, a buildup, you know. It sounded were, great from Houston, right. Texas. Razor <laughs> 13. And there's all this smoke Crickets. and all this stuff. And then, like, I think me and J-Rab made some noise. But yeah. there was well, no he, guitar. He did a roll-off. He did a roll-off in the cymbals. Yeah, it was like, bong. Yeah. yeah. Fuck? <laughs> hey, you know what? That's, that's rock and roll. It happens. Still got the, the old stripper bass. Yeah, right here, ready to go. Wow, man. Yeah, all my gear is at Zach's house. Oh, okay, where's Zach? Well, you don't have to tell me. You tell me later. But like, uh, is he in Texas still? Or oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like, didn't he go to Arkansas or something for a while? Uh, Little Rock, I think. Little Rock. Okay. Back, I think when we were doing the reunion show. Yeah. This was a long issue of phone calls back and forth because it was like. Uh, you know, text messages, emails, and when is six by seven going to come play again? When, when is, you know, you know, we, we got to have, and, and even, even the year before that, it was, 
man, we love to hear you guys again. And uh, what's going on? And, and we know, like I said, we never broke up. Right. Never. It was just life went this way and that way. And, that's how I feel about Razor 13. Yeah. Exactly. Y'all never really broke up. Yeah. You know, so, um, and it was just uh, me on my phone, my brother. Dude, you know what? We really need to put a big show together and build a show. And it was within a month or so. Uh, everybody was on the same page. And Zach was like, all right, dude. I'm doing this. We're recording this and I'm coming down doing bass tracks. And here we are. I'm moving back. That's how simple it was. Wow. And he, yeah. Yeah. Totally, man. And he did. Dude, that's awesome. Uh, the show was cute. Like I said, I, I wish you were there, dude. Me too, I, dude. It was, hate, it, it was cool. I hate that it works so much that this, uh, the, yeah. this, this is, this is my way of reconnecting with all my friends because my job, um, I don't know. It's it's uh, there's a it, there's a lot to it. I hear you. I, I have to travel yeah. all the time and whatever. Yeah. Well, you but, were you were on that a, a long time ago when you yeah. were working for that job. You first got on and how much traveling you're doing? Yeah. Wow. Like, I was supposed to. Home. Yeah. The whole thing was I was supposed to. So, uh, for everybody, uh, I was you know doing the band thing, and then I thought I was 28. I came home from Europe with King's X. Uh, we did a tour, and it was 2011. It was the day Osama bin Laden died. I remember because we were all talking about it in Bush Intercontinental Airport, and I had 60 euro in my pocket, and we were gone for a month. So that's how much money I brought home, and I had this girl, turned out to be my wife, right? Uh, right. But at the time, I was like, man, I really love this chick, and she says, you know, keep doing you keep doing you i don't care but i'd also been with a lot of other girls who had left because i was touring constantly and i, re and home. I, I remember all of them yeah and so I, I hanging out with all of them that's right and so like <laughs> so it like it turned into this thing where i just i don't know 28 years old it's like okay i need to figure something out so i cut all my yeah. hair off which i'm still trying to regrow and you know like I, I joined oil and gas stuff and started this because I thought, okay, I'm going to be home more and I'm going to have money. Well, I got the, I got more money than 60 Euro and, yeah, and yeah. But now I'm traveling constantly, you know? So you do like, the reverse. You do the yeah. reverse. I think we did, this was, you called me, I think it was like a, uh, this was around 2012, and I was laying laying in my bed, and I got this uh, phone call, but it was it was a face FaceTime. Okay, yeah. Do you remember that? Maybe. You don't remember that? I don't know. Let's talk about it, and we'll see if okay. I do. <laughs> like 11 and 11 or 12 at night. Yeah. And I'm like, don't watching um, watching something. I I think it was Rules of Engagement. I was watching laughing my ass off and yeah and i got this phone call i was like facetime and it was you you're like hey dude don't don't be mad at me because i cut all my hair off and because you had the you know yeah we talked for like cut. an hour yeah. we talked for like an hour you saw me drinking all night but i just wanted to call you and it was great man and i'm you like know, wow you better feel bad because i hadn't had anything to drink all day no, so no. within that within that phone call i got up so i go to my refrigerator so 
I was trying to to drink enough to keep up with you to make you know to make you feel better. Hey, you're a little bit lit, so I think I need to be. So <laughs> we talked for like an hour and a half. Come with me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. I uh, yeah, there was. I felt when I got my haircut, I I like. This is the first time my wife ever saw me upset. She went with me. She she wasn't my wife then. Um, we were just dating still, but like we, I cut all my hair off. And after the session was done, and I was no longer in the um, whatever the salon or whatever, we went to the truck. I sat at the truck. I looked at the steering wheel, and I punched it. Really? And she really? was like. She had never seen me act like that or be mad right. or anything. And she's like, what the, what, what's up? I was like, this is a fucking mistake. And I, I've been paying, I mean, I have been paying for it ever since. So like I, I grew my hair out of since 2019, but it was the Phil and Samo like Mohawk right. thing. Yeah. And, and then, so now I'm trying to grow out the sides, which is gray apparently. Um, so I can That's grow okay. the whole thing out. Yeah. That's all right. That's okay. uh, it's just so like, I got it. Now I'm paying my dues to the hair gods again. And I'm like I'm fucking 40 years old almost. And I'm now I got to, you know, you just have to pay your dues. And well, then eventually yeah. it'll look great again. And when you're kind to the hair gods, they'll be kind to you. You know, like, like we talked before, I, I turned 50 on the 27th of this month. And yeah, all, my hair. all the hair. And it's not gray. No, well, hair. that's not that. That's I got a little hair too. Well, the gray started, it started in like, it's weird. It was all red. You remember? Oh yeah, absolutely. Started graying in just this part. Gonna have oh, a yeah. long beard. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. People I remember thought that. I, they thought I bleached it that way. It was like, nope. That's just how that, it came in. That's, that's how it came in. And then it just spread, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it I've, is got, I've got it little is. tiny ones coming in. Excuse me. Well, I've got little tiny ones coming in and. It won't be. I mean, I can't grow a real beard to save my life. But yeah, you complained you know, about that on the road a lot. I mean, you, look at that chin beard from back then. The same one I got now. There ain't um, no hair there. <laughs> see, that's, what, that's what makes you. You you have that. Like Doug said, you have that that face, that movie star face. It's always young. It's uh, always gonna. You know what? Embrace it's it. the lights. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's the lights. I like right. like. Don't worry about it, man. Yeah, we're all gonna totally we're all gonna get old at some point and just yeah. but you know what it just the the young rock and roll heart man. absolutely all the time hey speaking of rock and roll i know we kind of went off on a little tangent there but like speaking That's of rock and roll uh your your brother and me kind of talked that you guys uh have a show coming up uh or maybe a couple of shows coming up kind of soon um well it, it, we're in discussion about putting in uh, together another big six pastel show okay uh, and talk to j-rap about it back and forth and he's okay i'm gonna you know i'm gonna do it you know i'm gonna go ahead and just manage the whole thing as far as lighting and sound so okay great and, you know you know if he's involved it's gonna sound good uh that's what i hear i gotta i gotta watch I, I, I like old j-rap dude yeah he's great i don't think i've ever seen him run sound though or heard him run sound so really? like, the thing yeah like not or at least not that I remember, but, um, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, um, but he, uh, you know, he's been running sound. He's been doing this stuff for a while. He keeps getting gigs, running more and more, doing more and more sound stuff, doing, uh, you know, managing things and whatever. Major bands too. Yeah. 
country, major country management. Absolutely. What was that? I was with him. I was with him uh, sitting at this this place in Kima called Okies, man, just having some beer uh, a few months ago. And he was telling me everything. Uh, and Rad. yeah, man, we had a good time. We were, we were, we had a lot. We had a lot, man. And we just scored, you know, he talked about all the country stuff he's doing. It was really cool, man. And that's what kind of brought up some of the, the things about what we want to happen with the the show we want to put on. Yeah. Six okay. Dude, yeah, I'm stoked. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. You know, Razor 13, uh, we were going to do one in 2020, but, you know, 2020. I remember. Happened. And uh, I was, I, I, th I think I maybe have talked to you, but I definitely, I know I talked to Scott, but I was like, we like six past hell has to play with us at this show. Of course, it's gotta, it's gotta be yeah. the whole thing. Let's try to get Marzi. Let's get six past hell. Let's get the whole group back together. And yeah, I would love that. And pandemic that happened. Was, so it's still open. That, that it's still been, there. You know, like we could oh, do yeah. it. That would have been, that would have been so cool, man. I think it Absolutely. could still be cool. You know that this year, let me think. So we released the album in 2009 of November of 2009. So does that make this the 13th oh, year? Yeah. Is this the 13th year since we released or ish? Then that means like we could do, yeah. Yeah. do a reunion show in the no. 13th year. With, <laughs> with Doug. With, with oh it has to be doug yeah it has to be with doug. yeah and doug doug had told me that he was down to do it it's just that his schedule at the time back in 2020 when we talked about his schedule he, was, he had kxm king's x all kinds of stuff was going on they were making a yeah. king's x record they were doing all kinds of stuff Dude, he's he's just all over the place man yeah he's super busy but he 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 would do it the situation just has to be right so that's, that's kind of cool Dude, did you see that the Razor 13 record is being sold on eBay for $115? What? <laughs> yeah, no. like, because there's all, we only released a thousand copies of the physical CD, right? So, like, if you eBay it, and well, at least as of a couple months ago, if you eBayed right. it and looked at it, it was $150.78 or something stupid. Are you serious? Yeah, because that's like, awesome. You, you can't get it, you know? Cool. Like, no. We, we no, don't make any more of them. You can't get it other than just going to you or J-Rab or, or Mike. Dude, I only have I don't one. Even know if Mike yeah, I don't even know if Mike has one. I only have one that's unsealed, and I got it's going to remain uh, unsealed. You got yours up? Oh, yeah. okay. Nice. Yeah, J-Rab brought it to me. Even Doug. Doug. Yeah. And Dude, you know awesome. what? I first heard that when we had the ODC, and J-Rab showed up, and uh, – it was pretty – the bar was empty. It was already just nobody there. And he's like, hey, dude, I got the Razor 13 with Doug on the album. I'm like, we have a massive PA at the bar. Oh, yeah, I Scott remember. Put it in. Dude, we cranked it, and it was just – I was blown away, man. I loved hanging out at that away. bar when I would come. When I, well, I, I didn't come very often because it was in Beaumont, and I would lived in, like, Needville or something at the time. Right. But like, when I did come – it was just, it was such a blast hanging out on the back patio. Yeah. Watching Have chicks you, make oh, out with each other. Yeah. <laughs> all, kinds of, all kinds of crazy stuff happened at that place. You guys developed the um, the ODC shots that, like, what would. Um, Lucifer like, Sweat. Lucifer Sweat. Yeah. It would, like, bring you in. This is what you so, needed. <laughs> that shot was, I made it 
with a bartender at a place in Tombaugh okay. called Bimbo's. And that was a place that I frequented every sure. day. Literally. Yeah, right. And bartender came up to me, uh, this guy, he's like, hey, man, let's make a shot that's just crazy and the most evil thing, but tastes good. Oh, yeah. But will mess you up. I'm like, well, all right, let's try it. So I can't even tell you how many we did, like concoctions we made. Yeah, you experimented and, for a while. Yeah. Man, it was a long time. Like it's like an hour or two. Finally, and I mind you, I was writing everything down, so right. he doesn't. But I was writing everything that he was making, and finally, what he was making, I'm like, man, it's just everything tastes like shit. And and I'm not going to present this as something that that we want to, you know. So finally, I said, all right. So I I started uh, everything I wrote down. I started xing out. Okay. Like that's not good. That that will never happen. This no, no. Finally, it was this these seven liquors mixed with grenadine and uh, Louisiana hot sauce. It was a yeah. thirteen shots of Louisiana hot sauce. I didn't want to do Tabasco. I wanted Louisiana hot sauce because I was born in Louisiana. I'm a native, right? right? Yeah. So when I when we made it and I mixed it, poured it. I'm like, wow, this actually tastes really good. And then after a couple of minutes, I'm like, wow, this is, yeah. I, I, I mentioned, I said, this is like licking the sweat off the devil's balls. <laughs> and uh, I wrote down Lucifer's sweat. And yeah. It, and it stuck. And that was, that was the official ODC shot. I remember sitting there with uh, Rachel Gerber, Dawn, oh. my wife, and maybe and somebody else and yeah and like you were like you guys made them for us yeah I was like, okay what what's going on here i think we played i think razor 13 played that night with soldier that was, that it was, was scott's it. birthday yeah yeah and uh so we played we did that and we i yeah i don't remember playing on the stage you don't <laughs> only it, man. only a little bit like i remember yeah. running around going wow this is cool you, you know look it. at the Look, there's people. It's packed. This is fucking awesome. That's about all I remember, though. No, it was it was it was fun, man. Uh, matter of fact, Doug, when he he showed up first for anybody. Yeah. And uh, it was it was so cool because there were some people at the bar early, and uh, a lot of them bass players. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because they heard that you know Racing Things playing with Doug Pennick, featuring Doug Pennick. Right. So all these bass players show up at the bar, and uh, all all the local bass players and. Doug walks in, just being Doug. He walks in. There's like this, this silence in the bar, and this, you know. And Doug's like, "Hey, you know, being all cool." Hey guys, nobody, this place looks cool. Yeah, nobody could talk to him at first. They were like, "Did Doug Penix here?" Oh my yeah. god. Oh. Doug walks over. And he's like, "Hey, man," because I'd met him in Austin. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, months and months before that, or a year before that. Got to be friends. Got his number, and um, and uh. And, and, and people, they started surrounding him, like walking around the, the where we had a dance floor where the stage was. Yeah. And just staring at Doug. And they just couldn't believe it's Doug Penny. Right. And uh, finally, it was just, he was, man, this is pretty fucking cool part, man. He's looking at all the posters on the wall. Yeah. And uh, started to, it immediately started talking about, because y'all just got back from Europe. Right. Okay. Shortly before that. 
Yep, that's right. And finally, he turned around and, oh, hey, how are you doing? I'm Doug Penix. Yeah, I know who you are. All the bass players. Oh, my God. This one guy walked in, and he's like, people were calling me, and, and they were like, Doug Penix here from King's X. And they're like, no way, man. You're full of shit. Said, no, man, Doug's here. Cars were showing up everywhere, man. Yeah. And it was all bass players. <laughs> so I think half your audience was bass players. Oh, that's cool. All the bass I, players. I remember the next day I had to go I had to go pick Doug up from uh a house. He went off and partied yes. with some people. Next morning? And, yeah, next the next morning. morning. Yeah. And so I went I me and my wife, but she wasn't my wife then, but whatever. Uh she <laughs> we we ended up going and finding Doug wherever he was and picked him up and he had a great time. Yeah. He, <laughs> he called me. He called me. And I was at my mom's house. And uh he's like, Hey. Rob, I don't know who to call. I don't know who, uh, where I am, but <laughs> so I called you. It's like, can you okay. go get Doug, please? And I did. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, that was that fun. Was, it was fun. I mean, it was. Um, and you guys, you guys were top notch that night, man. Well, thanks, you, man. Stellar. It was so good. Man. You know, this is a this is a fun story. I was just thinking about. Um, so. Towards the end, and let's not call it the end, but towards when Razor 13 was about to kind of stop playing, J-Rab was going to go do something else. And we wished him all the all the best. And we auditioned a couple of drummers, and you were one of them. And, Came in for two days. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. For two days, you were the drummer of Razor 13. What happened? What happened? <laughs> uh, and then it, y'all didn't do anything. Yeah, Mike happened. Um, so sorry, Mike, but I mean that's what happened. Like Mike had other Mike had other so stuff. There, there's there's the story. There's I was wondering story. what happened because I knew all your your material. Yeah, and, and I came dude, in. and you came in and you brought this tightness because I've 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 you know I I don't know why I had forgotten how tight your double bass is, and when you sat down and you added double bass to things that may have not it wasn't had it before it was just tasteful enough to it was it was fantastic and it was tight as fuck and Thank i was you. like that's when i started taking photos i think i even yeah, put I it that. on like the facebook page or, or <laughs> myspace or whatever it was back then i'm like new drummer he's the new drummer this is where I we're going you. you did you posted that um because we had a photographer there taking photos yeah. of us yeah and yeah. i was like for Al Shires, singing all the parts and playing too yeah 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 and then i was like this is this is it. And yeah, then, and oh, then Micah, yeah. Whatever. We were just jumping for like 30 minutes. Um, yeah. so, music uh, lab. Up to the riff and we were just playing and it ended up, uh, Michael's, Oh, I think this is going to be a new song. Just, yeah. And, uh, I was like, so the next day it came in, we were just, just playing to the whole set and playing and it sounded amazing, man. It was so cool. That's it. And then I was, well, what happened? Yeah, what that's happened? what happened. So Mike, Mike was with uh, I I don't know, and I don't want to speak for Mike about what happened, but you know he was dating a girl. So what I remember, what I remember about it was like he kind of, I don't know, and I don't want to, I don't know, like I don't want to put anything out there that I'm not sure about. But it just, it just all of a sudden, Razor Thirteen wasn't doing anything anymore. But you know, we had a great time in Austin after. It was me, you, and Scott. Yep. And we hit all the nightlife in Austin. Yeah, we Two went to here. we went to like the Coyote Ugly place too. Yeah, 
and yeah. drank, like took some watched the girls dance on the bar and stuff and then you presented me with the You're, chain. My chain i gave you yeah. my chain the nickel plated chain i still have yes. it it's in this closet really and i i wanted to pull i wanted to pull it out but i got a lot of stuff in there but yeah. um it's it was like yeah i was so fucking happy dude like you have no idea how happy i was what? like oh my god well, i'm part of this <laughs> like, well, it's finally well i think the i told scott that night i was like you know what i said of all the, the things we've done like in, especially touring together in race 13 um because we were all wearing our, our chains then right yeah dicks and and uh, i came up with the idea of like look man let's the people that are really close to us and that really that are part of what we do and appreciate that i think we need to start presenting them a chance it's like oh that's, that's cool let's do that all right man good idea so you were the first one mm -hmm. uh yeah you're the first and i was like dude i'm giving you my chance guy was wow all right yeah i'm giving it to him tonight all right cool on you know? sixth street yeah yeah i was on sixth street it was yeah. fantastic i thought dude i felt so fucking cool <laughs> i really did i was like fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> um we, we just it, it, we we started doing that only because it was an identity thing with because everybody around houston would see us wearing and they knew or they, they saw somebody wearing something else like the chain and they go oh man that guy must be you know friends with six west hell or, or in the outlaw drink right because that's what gave me the idea then but not give it you know passing one off as you know scott's the president now the vice president so yeah i thought it was a great idea and it, it's yes and, and not not many have got it. like you know the guys I love it, dude it's nickel plated uh, it's fucking fantastic dude i'll pull oh. it out if we if me and, and i don't go out very much but when i do if i pull that i'm pulling that sucker out we're going yeah, all right we're going to town yeah. you know julia julia had one really yeah yeah that's Mr. awesome julia. Yeah, she uh, presented hers uh, when she came to host the ODC, the one year anniversary. Yeah, How long ago? she I came. To, I was looking at that uh, that flyer actually yesterday. I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. six past hell, and then Mister with uh, Mistress Julia. I was like, this is so fucking cool. Great friend, uh, I love her. I love her death, man. So how did how did you guys end up meeting you and Julia? Uh, that was. Uh, I do a backstory on that one. That was when I had, I was at a bar in Beaumont watching uh, some, some friends play, you know, local band. And another friend that I'd known for a long time came up and said, Hey, Rob, um, you ever heard of the band Pump Jack? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I love that band. He's like, Oh yeah. really? I said, yeah, well, Pump Jack had played, and they did the tour with Pantera off the 101 proof tour, 101 proof tour. And yeah. I, and for watching them and like, man, that they just, they stuck out, dude. When Pump Jack oh, dude. Yeah, came on stage and here's this, man, I forgot what they were playing. It was in Houston. It was, um, wow. Okay. I, I don't remember, but that's all right. Pump Jack showed up. It was, uh, Pump Jack and then Cold Chamber and then Pantera. Wow. But yeah, what what a great, you know, what a great yeah. lineup. But Pump Jack, they came out and Thurber, the lead singer guitar player, he, he came out and he goes, party starts now, motherfucker. And he just they just started 
and it was just like, what? We, you know, I was like, dude, they, they, they tore it up, dude. And Dime is on right stage, Benny's on left stage, watching them sit, you know, standing like this on the monitors, you know, on the side. And they just blew us away, man. And, uh, and I see, I always remember that. So fast forward years and years later. So I'm sitting at this, this bar and this girl that I, I, I've known, I'm friends with like diff different family friends said, Hey, um, I'm dating a, a, a third T from a band called Pump Jack. Have you ever heard from him? I just, yeah. Well, he's here. He's, I want you to meet him. Like, so he, yeah, he comes out the door, like the back door. And he's like, Hey man, now I'm third T Ming's Pump Jack. I'm like, I know who you are, dude. So we got to talking and we ended up talking for like two hours outside and just shots and shots and drinking and drinking and drinking. He goes, Hey man, give me your number, dude. All right. He goes, we're friends now. I'm like, All right, cool. So uh, I call him like a week later and he's back in Midlands where he lives. Okay. And uh, that was in oh eight. And during our conversation, he got to talking about like, and he goes, yeah, man, we're supposed to do the ride from dime, but our drummer, yeah, he, he's, you know, he quit or whatever. I'm like, dude, I'll play. He's like, really? He's like, yeah. Okay. So he goes, hold on, man. Let me call you back in about an hour. So he calls me back an hour. He goes, Hey, Rita is setting up your plane ticket. And oh, wow. Midland. Really? Okay. So that's what happened. I got my plane wow. ticket at Rita and had bought. So I went to Midland for two days and I met, um, uh, I stayed at Willie's house. He's, he's not with us anymore. He died. Bass player. Yeah. Willie Hicks was a beautiful human being. Uh, yeah. He had the most ultimate kiss house. If you want a kiss shrine, if you want to see the, the ultimate, that was his house. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that was before going into the rehearsal room. So yeah, I'm like, this is where all the pump jack magic happens, man. This is where all the songs were made. Because you remember Thurber and Dime were best friends, close oh, friends. Yeah. Very close. And uh, I think he told me a story that him and Phil were roommates during the Cowboys from Home records. Really? That's how he met Dime. Okay. So you need to get Thurber on your podcast. He'll give you a I do. That would be great. Yeah. I can set that up. But uh, so anyway, so I'm rehearsing with them and and going through their whole set. So we we do that, and then we're on our way to Dallas, man. And we uh we did ride for diamond, and of course Julie's there. She's hosting it. Right. Rita, in the first time I ever met him, and I'm looking at Julie. He's like, man, I, I watch you, uranium. Yeah, you know, on fuse. Uh, you're right here. I'm, I'm, you know, this is so cool. So after the show, we go back to Dime's house. That was unexpected. That yeah. was an unexpected invite right. in the sense that we're going back. Now, so we had been there already. Sure. Before the show. And I'm I'm freaking out. Like this is heavy metal Graceland, man. Right. This is this is like you know, it's emotional because he's not there. Right. And seeing, dude, I'm seeing Doug Pennick stuff. I'm oh, seeing yeah. all you love yeah. and um but, uh, but it didn't hit me until we went back after the show. Like, really, this is, you know, could everybody at the after party, I guess, went over there and everybody's. Sure. Didn't hit me until how many, how many bands that we love have graced that place. 
and have been there. And, you know, I mean, there's a bottle of wine from, you know, guys in Slayer, you know, and it's yeah. just, you know, so, you know, all that and the next day, well, that actually, that night, uh, we're sitting there and Julia was kind of by herself over in the corner. And, uh, dude, she goes to the, down had his jukebox that had all this country music, dude, just tons of country. So Julia puts on David Allen Cup. Of course. And she is like, hey, Rob, come on, you're dancing with me. I'm like, I am? I don't know how to dance. Don't care. So we danced in the little living room. And then we went outside by the pool area and just talked and hung out. And it's like, it's like, dude, it's a good friend right now. I'm making a good friend in this yeah, person. Right uh, exchange numbers and it's hit. It's rest is history, man. So dude, that's awesome. What a great story. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh matter of fact, that that night, uh at the time, uh Rita's nephew was living in the house. Okay. Okay. So he's taking care of everything. Got to be good friends with him. And he said, Hey man, anytime you're in Dallas, uh, why don't you swing by and stay stay here? Okay. Uh, well, yeah. Duh. I guess it was like three, four months later, uh, the they had a horror fest going on in Dallas. Okay. So I called yeah. him. I'm like, hey man, I'm coming to Dallas uh for the horror convention. We'll stay here, dude. Okay. Of course, I brought Scott and everybody else. Had to. Uh, so yeah. we we all just converged at Dimes House and uh, brought my buddy Chad Hester, just uh, one of our best friends, man, yeah. and immediately started crying as soon as you opened the door. You know, like yeah. it's because it's done. You know, yeah. Uh, we stayed there the whole weekend, and that was just. You know, the relationship behind people that you know and respect and they're just very common with you. Sure. No yeah. matter what yeah. position they are in life, as far as, you know, it's amazing to be in that circle. And that's so yeah. cool. So that's my backstory with Julia. So we had the ODC and we we're doing the uh uh, I think just the grand, basic grand opening. We'd opened for almost a year or so. And called, got in touch with her manager, the guy that was, was manager, say we wanted to host it, host this uh, one year anniversary. And immediately was like, done. Nice. So, yeah, she came down and it, dude, it was, we broke the fire code. Fire code. <laughs> I remember and, you telling me that because I remember yeah. coming to the club and you were like, yeah, so we've been, you know, we've been together or we've had this bar open for a while and we've experienced a bunch of stuff. We've broken the fire code. We've I remember you telling me it's we, not we hard to do two or three times. Uh, yeah. Just who we had. Like sure. Uh but yeah, we had to put it out in the balcony or or smoking area which right. you put it in and consider was was it part of the building. So it wasn't really, you know, it wasn't bad thing, so they couldn't do anything about it. Okay, but we had, dude, it was it was crazy. Yeah, uh, she hosted, did so pro, she's so pro, man. Yeah, oh my she, God, you know. and uh, and that was where our where our whole friendship uh, began. Really, that's that that's is super soon. cool. 
Yeah. She, uh, like, I remember watching her on uh, Uranium and stuff all the time too. And I, I, I'm one year younger than her, and yeah. So, and I only just recently realized <laughs> that because I Googled her the other day, and uh, I was like, holy crap! Like, so I'm like, you know, seventeen, and she's like eighteen, hosting a show. Oh. You know, I was like, holy Dude, crap! You know, she was responsible for uh, bringing uh to the to the mainstream at that that type of of platform oh, like uh, oh my god yeah Amber Gray, you know, bands that that is she exposed mud vein back, mud, yeah. like back i mean like everybody from 2000 and what was that 2001 2002 2000 yeah yeah she was she was the, the pioneer when fucking mtv went to 16 and pregnant <laughs> And quit playing <laughs> fucking music. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she came out just as horns blazing, man. Dude, that was my favorite show. It was my it, favorite dude, show. We, we would watch it every, every you know week. It would come it, just to find who's who's new. Yeah, absolutely. Who's, you know who's uh like what, what band is she gonna gonna put on today? You know what what's. And then you discover these these other two or three bands off of that. Mm -hmm. Wow, yeah, she's responsible for that, man. Yeah, that's awesome. You got to get her on your show. Though. Um, well, you're going to be the one who has to uh, help me out with that, and mm -hmm. I would love it. And yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, I've I guarantee been a big fan of hers. Stories, even better stories than we ever would have. Oh, dude, I know. Like, I watched I watched an episode with her. Like, literally, YouTube it not too long ago, where she's at dime's house but dime's oh, uh, still alive damage yeah. plan yeah, yeah damage plan they're doing the damage plan stuff man yeah. and it was i was like oh my god i remember watching this and i forgot yeah. about it and so then i went down a rabbit hole of watching just like whatever uranium is on youtube right. and i was like right. it, and it took me back and i was like oh this is so great right. and she was so good at just she's doing what like i like to do what i feel like i'm doing right now is just fucking hanging out Dude, yeah, she's got that personality where she can sit and talk to somebody and make them feel like they're important. Yeah, dude, that's cool. I met a guy in New York City on a King's X tour. We were, we played, I mean, I'm sure there's a couple of these, but this was a church in downtown New York or Manhattan or whatever. And it was an old church. It was like three stories tall. The stage was on the bottom. Anyway, in New York, they have, um, what do they call it? The, like, oh my gosh, where you work, uh, union, unions. Right? Yeah. So, well, but, yeah. You uh, um, but so anyway, this guy beef, I don't know what his name is. His name was beef. He's like, he's got a Mohawk and he's like hanging out. He's helping us unload the bus, helping us set up the oh, stage wow. and all this stuff. And he's like, yeah, dude, Julia lives in my building, you know? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, she's in New York for a long time. Yeah, like I'm like, okay, that's fucking sweet, dude. And um, was that? Yeah. But I don't. I would like if she came on. That's what I'm gonna ask her. I'd be like, do you know Beef? <laughs> like, I don't know no. what his fucking. I don't yeah. know what his real name is, yeah. but his, he told me his name was Beef. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine where he got his name. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, going back to the '80s shows. <laughs> right. No. What uh what what do you got going on uh right now? I mean, like, are you doing anything musically besides um, well, Six Pass uh, stuff? Well, what Scott had told you at the very end of your your interview was yeah. um, 
uh, working with Derber. And you sent me some stuff. What do you think about it? I fucking loved it. And I'm going to listen to it again. I, cause I listened to it like what, two weeks ago or three yeah. weeks ago when you sent it to me. And I was just like listening to it on the phone. I was like, I got to go put this on the stereo. And yeah. I went, in, I went in the house and put it on the stereo and I was like, Holy fuck. And this is just demos. And it sounds yeah. great. Well, I mean, I got to go back and do, do my drums, you know, but it, it, it's, it's one of those, one of those moments where you really listen to something and you know, it's just, it's just so good. Like, cool. It's because Thurber has a way of taking Scott's riffs and just putting, you know, his vocal line to it and bringing it alive. Yeah. That's a unique gift. And then he just has that, you know, and, and it, this, this goes back since 2012, dude. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. We started, Scott started sending me like these, these songs he would do like full songs and he would do bass, guitar and drums, but no vocals. He, you know, send it to me. And I thought, man, I would just, I could have send this to Derp. And I would, and I'd say, what do you think about this, man? All of a sudden, it come back with vocals. Oh, wow. I didn't expect, yeah, just came back with vocals. And it was just amazing, dude. I'm like, what? But see, as far as timing, like him and Punk, yeah, they were still doing a lot of stuff. And, but timing has a lot to do with it. And I told him before, it's like, man, it's just going to happen at some point. From 2012 to now, you know. Ten years. You know, but... um it's even gotten better. Hell like the yeah. stuff that, that I sent you, it's yeah, man. And uh, you know, Jr. Six Pastel is finishing his stuff up. So there's there's what I love it. There's what what my band is, and what's going on with Thurber. There's no title or, or no name for the band, but uh, it's I think it'd be cool for all of it to come out at the same time. Absolutely, that's my, that's my vision. You know, Six Pastel to have their stuff final. You know, and then you know, the stuff we're doing with Thurman. Dude, that's so, so fucking cool. I, I just, you know, it's, you know, as a musician, you know that you can rewrite a song 20 times and always go back to the very first track. Very, and that's yeah. when you were. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. The, the On the Razor 13 album, Doug's very first version of Alive, which I have sitting. I was there. hearing of that with uh, you and you and J-Rap. Y'all were talking yeah, about it. I have it. It's it? right over here, and um, that is that's the version. Oh, thanks! And like, that's my favorite song too. But like, I love the, it. The original Mike solo is a hundred percent different. Um, yeah. and Doug's voice is bigger in the original. But something happened, and this is for everyone listening. This is like kind of in the beginning of everyone being able to transfer files from studio to studio. Like it, yeah. it had been going on for a little while, but still new. Everybody's still trying to figure it out. And something happened from Doug sending his stuff that he did at his house in Katy to Paul Sarosky's studio in Austin. And he lost all the vocals. So he, so Doug came back to uh, Paul Sarosky's studio and re-recorded all of them and did a great fucking job and they're massive and it sounds amazing but the first one is something something different dude yeah. like i almost like i think we need to release it 
you know like it's oh, it's got man. a different it's got a different solo it's not mixed at all you know but it's so i mean it's mixed because doug mixed his vocals over our stuff but our stuff wasn't even yeah. really mixed. and it's so huge i literally was mowing doug's lawn uh <laughs> doug would pay me in weed and like be like hey come mow my lawn and be like, i'll give right. you a, i'll give you some weed and yeah. like all right cool i'll mow your lawn and uh so I was mowing his lawn and as soon as I think I was done or about to be done and Doug said, Hey, come inside. I'm like, all right, cool. And we sat down, rolled the joint and, uh, started smoking it and he hit play and I started fucking crying. You know, I was like, yeah. I can't believe maybe that like, guy, he, he changed the song. We had been, we had, I think we had had that song. We had that song with Carrie, you know, and, with the the girl oh, really? lead singer yeah you the did. girl lead singer before and, with her? That song? yeah and yeah because her and me were gonna do somebody heard me sing one day and when i was in las vegas and they're like dude you can sing and i was like i can huh? <laughs> but it turns out i can't but uh i had one moment where it sounded like i could sing anyway but her and me were oh. gonna do dueling vocals it was going to be her singing one part and i'd sing the other and it was back and forth and then it turned out we realized that uh, ryan has no control over his voice and uh so we never right. did it <laughs> but uh when doug came in yeah yeah you know doug doug came in and, and did it and i mean i i sat down in the i call it the doug chair he had a it was like a love seat in his uh room where he listened to everything and played everything because he had big speakers in there and we sat down there and listened to it and I heard the choir of Doug and I was like, ah. how am I'm a part of this? Like, I just, I like, I am a part of what's happening. And it was all because that, of his vocals. That is, that is something that when I heard that album and y'all hadn't released it yet, J-Rab was showing me the, the, it was a full mix and master, but it wasn't released yet. Yeah. And I, man, I felt so just, you know, that, that, that privilege, like, wow, this is what everyone's going to hear. And man, I, can't, I can't tell you, uh, Scott and I were just, we were just proud of you guys. I'm like, man, they got it now, man. This is, this is it. Then, I, dude, I nothing still, happened. And then I we still, toured, then we toured once and that was it. Or well, twice. we are touring together, right? Yeah. I thought it was awesome you know little hiccups here and there but that's what you're gonna have you know when you have a tour any i don't care who it was sure. what band, you know uh the bus was the best but oh for us yeah no for it us george we lynch were bus. it was a george lynch bus so i'm cool it was there cigarette holes and the bunks and everything oh man you know what the the best bus the first bus we toured with six pastel was a van hole it was awesome it was beautiful was and it, that was the first tour. Call it Black Beauty or something? No, 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 no. The, the first one we did with Gunship, the first tour we brought okay. him in, uh, it was the Van Hole, and Sean Sitka was driving. And man, that bus was stellar. The second one we had with them was the Black Pearl. Oh, the Black Pearl. That's right. And right. that was Marty Stewart's bus. Okay. Yeah. And the Highwayman album was wrote on that bus. No way. Long, uh, long time ago, but a, a story nobody tells about. Yeah, dude, that is cool. So, dude, that bus had hand tooled leather all over, like really, from the front to back, all the way to the 
the, the bunk area all the way to the lounge. Just hand-tooled leather, dude. Yeah, That's and we're so sitting, cool. we're sitting on that bus. We're we're touring on a bus with a band of Japan history, you know. Gunship six six six. I miss them. I miss those guys, man. I loved the fact that <laughs> Razor Thirteen got to play with them once. I I just remember like because I'd already seen you guys play with them uh, yep. at least a couple of times, uh, yep. and then we got to play with them one night at that was forget, a, forget about it or something. And, no, uh, it was BFE. Was it BFE? BFE. What's the difference? Um, Location. Within a mile. Yeah. 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 Like, so Same it hours. went from, yeah, it went from one place to another, right? Because I, I yeah. man, what a crazy time. But anyway, I remember that. And I remember <laughs> thinking like, this chick, she was so fucking Bombing. good. Yeah. Lady and she, And she's like. Yeah. She was so nice and oh, so yeah. so awesome. And then she got up there and shredded like it was going out of style, it, dude. Dude, she's insane, man. Yeah. And Doug and Doug was there. Yep. Doug was there. Yeah. And I remember being uh they knew they know King's X. You know, yeah. Anything oh, yeah. anything you try to tell them, oh, have you heard of this man, this man, they they know. They know. They're like, and they were whispering to each other, like, oh, King's X, King's X, and Doug Benning. And uh, like, yeah, it's Doug, you know. And I mean, he was so kind to them, so cordial. They came up and he introduced himself, and they were just starstruck, you know. And Doug was starstruck by them. Yeah. Oh, dude. You know, he was so kind. And he was just, but that was a good show, man. That was their six presence. Five, it was a 13 the, and Gunship 666. Dude. Yeah. Dude, their presence when I they would come out. The lead lead singer, he'd come out, he's got that fucking full yeah. body tattoo, and oh, yeah. I was like, Holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. these guys Dude, who are hanging out with us, by the way, like before before they play, are all yeah. super nice and hanging out and chilling and they just, you know, have a, a normal personality just like anybody else talking, and then they get on stage and they transform. Yeah. yeah. Uh Angry came to our show, our reunion show, Six Best Hell. Oh, cool. And we did, yeah. And he sang. Uh, we did their song "Drinking Is My Business." Yeah, dude. He, oh man, he him and Josh together. That's no, so it was cool. great, dude. I got I got the whole video that was sent to me for somebody recording on Facebook. Uh, but I can't. It's so hard. I can't send it to anybody else. I have the whole show from when okay. Julia Julia was there and she introduced us. The curtain went down to. It's. I don't know. Maybe I could send it to you and see what you can do with it yeah absolutely huh. um there's an app called signal uh you can do it in in uh you could send it in an email too but if you download signal you can just drop files in it uh, okay. i think it's only like it only allows so much but the cool thing uh, the reason i and i this is not, you, they're not a sponsor <laughs> but like the uh but yeah. what I love about them is I can just drop files in there like it's nothing and send it to you versus right. Facebook Messenger where you can't do it or, or oh, it's very, okay. very limited. So you can do that or you could do it in a um, an email and that would be great. I would love it. And if I can do anything. Yeah, it shows great. Yeah, it was it was just done on a, on a uh, phone, but the audio is pretty killer, man. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, especially for angry. Oh. Angry. Yeah, dude. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I was going to say in the very beginning, the last time we ever met, I mean, face to face yeah. was the damn show at Warehouse Live. Oh, yeah. What, what? That was, oh, 
nine? Ten? Yep, no, it was nine. No, maybe ten. But I had my I had the the guy who I worked for. Uh, That's and I, give, I saw you face to face. I gotta give this guy a shout out. His name is Jason or Jay. He used to own Jay's bar in Needville, Texas. And uh we, we he's a huge down fan, a huge Phil and Samo anything. He went to the Dover Brothers concert last night here at BFE. Uh okay. so you know, the guys from um Yeah in minor and stuff right. minor, uh, yeah. yeah yeah so he was he went there Thank i wanted to, I, yeah i wanted to go i wanted to go but we weren't able to make it but um yeah he's a huge guy and he's starting his own podcast i don't know what it's called yet but i'll keep everybody in the loop jay's a jay's a great guy but yeah that that same night that i remember going to that show and seeing you and scott and i think marzi was, oh, marzi was yeah that's right she, remember yeah. she's a freak 13 yeah that's right <laughs> Freak 13. Yeah, the uh, uh, horror metal. Dude, who else was in that band? Uh, Scott Lackey. Yeah, okay. Incredible guitar player, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I went on, I, dude, I went on tour with them as a drum tech. And after our tour, you know, like Freak 13. Sure. Uh, not Freak 13. And uh, it was so funny, man, because it was their first, they'd never done anything like that. But everybody was, you know, because her voice was just unbelievable. Just yeah, absolutely. Voice with this whole horror genre, and everybody just kept coming, going to her. So yeah. <laughs> none of the guys were getting any of the recognition. They're like, "Yeah, whatever, man," you know. But but it was it was cool because we went to all these, you know, did this whole this circle of tour, and we ended up. Um, in Indianapolis, Indiana. And there was Chris Jericho. So we hung out with him and drank a bit with him. And did he have Fozzie at the time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You nice. still, yeah. But what, what was cool is, is doing a couple shots and beers with him. And he, he's, he's actually shy. He's a really shy guy, man. He's not so open. Yeah. He's not like that. He's kind of, you pretty much do all the talking. He, he does. Oh, okay. okay. Okay, cool. But really nice guy. And we talked about all of our, uh, you know, influences back in the day, you know, from, from the Christian metal, yeah. you know, all. Yeah. And I was telling him, he's like, yeah, Chester Moore was telling me you toured with Tony Kid, the thrash metal, Christian thrash metal band. I'm like, yeah, we did a month on the road with them. He's like, what was that like? So we had a long conversation about wow. that. And he was more interested in, in that and he was the convention yeah it was raven. my wife was uh raven was just uh uh killing it every night dude she wow it was just this you have all this this dark metal you know and then she comes out with this this voice and yeah. people didn't expect it because they sell the posters but they're like oh who's this chick then when she started everybody was they would turn their head like, yeah and then and then the crowd would just start you know, coming in. So on the side of just being a drum tech, watching the show from that end was so cool, man. That is cool. Watching it. Like, yeah, dude. And that's dude, the first time. I've a cool that. story, man. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever done that. I've always been the one in the band. You yeah. Know, not, right. not out. Not teching or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool, man. And yeah, it was great because – What's funny is I would set up the drums for the drummer, 
and he was a punk drummer but got into this this metal so i'd set up all the stuff and i marked everything just kind of j-rab would do right this guy would you know i, I love paul paul's name the drummer and uh it freaked him out he didn't he you, you know he didn't understand somebody <laughs> said so uh so he would tear everything else back down and set it back up okay. i'm like okay i need to show him outlaw drinking club that's yeah. what i need to do. so one night in indianapolis i brought him to the after they played the show i brought him to the bar and i said dude we're gonna drink he's like oh, oh okay yeah that's cool no we're gonna drink <laughs> i think that's when he realized maybe i should let rob just set up my gear and not say anything like <laughs> this is <laughs> this is me telling you dude i got it it's cool but you're gonna drink with me it was hilarious man it that's was great awesome. but the rest it's... of the tour they they did um they did a long stint uh chicago i think was her last show it was really cool man but uh yeah raven just wow she shocked everybody. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay. She's awesome. Yeah. It's the kind of person that goes to karaoke and makes everybody embarrassed. Yep. You know, like when she starts I, singing, because she yep. can sound exactly like the artist, you know? I know we're we're doting on oh, our I wives know. or whatever, but my <laughs> wife also can sing. And uh, that's my favorite part. Like, we don't go to bars or anything as much as we used to, but like when we do and there's karaoke, she shows up and she starts, you know, belting out some Gretchen Wilson song or whatever and hits every single note. You know, yeah. and you're like, and she's, you know, like, just like, how is that voice coming out of that person? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's so, that's right, so much man. fun. Yeah. Yeah. She's just, she has this, you know, like she'll, I'll be at the house and she'll just put on, on t you know, YouTube or whatever, karaoke. And yeah, I think that's the artist. I'll be in the room and I'm like, wait a minute. Cause she'll do a variation, like a, sure. a dark minor variation of whatever. I'm like, be like, Wait, that's, that's not right, dude. <laughs> that's wow, cool, dude. she's that's... so good, man. Like that's awesome. I go out there and she's and she'll stop. What are you doing in here? Like, well, I just heard it. It's killer. You know? You're singing. I came in. Yeah, I flocked to you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> go right there. Yeah, I do the same thing, dude. My wife sings in the kitchen and stuff too, and it, it's so refreshing it's weird have you guys well actually here's a here's a thing i've never written anything with my wife before besides like maybe like we were drinking and i had an acoustic guitar yeah. and we we wrote some stuff to yeah. that night but don't remember it the next day but we've never done music together and we always talk about it so you guys have never done Dude, anything either no you know what that's exactly what she says how come we have not done any music together? yeah i just i don't know i Maybe I'm the same boat as you are. We've always been doing something else with the guys, doing sure. other stuff. I you mean, know. we. I think we've we've tried and like, uh, like I said, acoustic guitar, sitting there strumming away at something stupid. We kind of yeah. messed around with it, and then the next morning we're like, "Hey, that was fun." Like, yeah, it was fun, and then we never talked yeah. about it again. <laughs> you know what? And that's the thing. Like, I will do. It's like, man, you know, it probably should, you would sound good on this, or you would, and I'll play something. You know, matter of fact, it was something that Scotty wrote. It was kind of a country type thing and i played it and she started singing just like making up lyrics to sing sure yeah it sounded phenomenal dude and i'm like wow and she's like well you never asked me so i'm like well i figured that's a given like just go in and do it because yeah. that's how i'm just gonna go in and do it but yeah i get it so yeah it's weird like our wives have talent 
beyond talent. It was just, and we're the ones that were on tour. We're the ones doing all this stuff with all these other people. Right. And we've never done <laughs> music. Yeah. I even yeah. tried. I think she was in a band with a guy uh, named Craig. Uh, I don't remember. I think it was called. I literally think the band was called Breaking Dawn, and my wife's name is Dawn. No way. But like, um, <laughs> but like, I I was doing. We were in the middle of doing the Razor Thirteen thing, and they said they needed a bass player. And I showed up once or twice, and it was just uh, uh, Craig was a DJ. Um, so he the guitar parts were like, they were made on a computer, so mm-hmm. it wasn't a real guitar. And I was trying to play bass to this thing. Yeah. And, Dawn was singing and I don't know. It was just an excuse to hang out, drink, and play bass. And then yeah, and I, was like, and I was like, I'm not in this is this is not me. It's not my thing. Yeah. All right. But they were they were good. They did so they made some good stuff. Um the uh where I want to go from here is right, right. we've been fucking hanging out for an hour. So I want to wrap it up, but I don't want you I don't want you to go anywhere. We're gonna have to do a part two. Yeah, dude. It's four seventeen. What? Yeah, we started. Can, uh, can I get another beer real quick in my kitchen and come back? Dude, get Give a beer. Ten you seconds. Wanna, do you want to keep recording this or do you want to yeah. just hang? Oh, I want to uh, keep recording and then I don't okay. know, whatever you want. Well, like I like, I'm so my fun. deal is, I, yeah, I'm having fun too. So, like, what I like to do is, uh, we'll go get a beer, first of all. Yeah. And then, yeah. uh, we'll end the episode, uh, you know, yeah. after a, after a quick conversation, but we're still going to hang out. And okay. talk after, dude. I talked with Tracy and Hefe for fucking two hours after our last episode. Like I said, Hefe is—he's always there. He's always there. That's him, man. He's that Houston there. Oilers hat was pristine. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something about—I uh, love, like I said, your your podcast. I love it because I had a relationship with all these these. Other than, of course, you know, uh, like Jesse White. Maybe you, I don't know. Yeah, I knew, but. Like Marzi, yeah. Doug, uh, which I'm sure Doug, like I told Doug, I said, man, I'm sure I annoy the hell out of you. Like <laughs> sending you texts late at night, but but he always texts back. And he always, you know, I said, look, man, he's the only, only person that I've ever been like more, like, I don't know what to say. I've been around celebrities like all my life, never bothered me. That guy is the one that I, I usually, oh man, I don't, I don't want to say to Doug, yeah. you know, and I know, and I know the shit out of him, dude, but he even said, he goes, no, we're friends. Yep. We're dear friends, man. Cause I, the last King's X show at Scout Bar, dude, yeah. I, I know for a fact, you know, when you, you're being yourself, but what you year was that? Was that and you annoyed somebody? <laughs> so, oh yeah. That yeah. was, um, that was uh what year it was 18 or 19 or something 18 yeah. i think it was 18 because i was going to come to that show and i, I had you, a you said you couldn't make it i had a house that had a there was two-story house and i fell down the fucking stairs like a dumbass what? yeah and i hurt my ankle and my ankle still fucked up from that but like i was like I like sent Doug a picture. I was like, dude, look at this. My ankle's all swollen. I was like, I can't come. I would, he put me on the guest list and shit. Yeah. I really? Yeah. I was so bummed. 18. Yeah. That was 2018. Man, that's but uh, we, we hung out. He, you know, he was so sweet, man. We brought us outside and, and talked, talked, talked. But, um, you know, when we've been drinking beer that long throughout the evening and that night, uh, a lot of conversations, aren't, they don't make sense. 
Mm-hmm. So I just like, so I texted him the next day. I'm like, God knows. It was all over the place, blah, blah, blah. And his text back was like, I love you, bro. Aww. You know, it, it was, man, that was cool. You know, like, yeah. I don't know, man. He's, That's Doug. He, he's just, it, you know what? Him and Jace McMaster are, are the most down earth, sweetest, nicest, no ego whatsoever rock stars I've ever met in my life. Yeah, Jason has his own podcast too. Did you know that? Yes. Yeah, I know that. Even Bobby too. Uh, Bobby, yep. I think. Yeah. What, yeah which I'm, I'm going to try to get Ashley. Jason on this one. You need to. I don't know Jason, how. Jason actually started the uh, Rob Pastel. Okay. Because he would send me stuff in the mail and it's Rob Pastel. So that's how. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's how I acquired it. That's cool. Yeah. Well, we've been, man, me and Jason. All those guys like Broken Teeth and guys at the Motor Company, which I have. He gave me the CD that came out last year, which is oh, cool. phenomenal, dude. That music. Because we had played with them, with Six yeah, Pass L. Right. Uh, Broken Teeth and Godzilla Motor Company when he had it with, with Bobby. Okay, yeah. It was insane. insane. Dude, I haven't heard it. I, or It, it is. Heard it's bit. so different. It's. I don't. It's its own. Godzilla the Motor Company is a, it's it's its own thing, man. And I was such a big fan. He knew I would. He was sending me like flyers. He sent me like a care package of all the flyers they did in Austin and all that. And, and also, and I got the CD, man. And dude, it never leaves my car. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, good. Uh, you know, it just and Jason, he's shit. I think Six Pass Hells played with broken teeth about three or four times together okay. as, yeah. as a package yeah 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 broken fun. teeth dude so much fun dude. oh yeah i don't yeah, know i don't Jason remember does. how many times razor 13 played with them but i definitely at least once <laughs> dude, they're, they're, they're a great they're, band dude anything jason does is just evil united have you heard that yeah. one uh maybe but did you hear his metallica tribute band yes they're yeah. fantastic. Oh, like, I know, right? Spot on. <laughs> it's like yeah. great. Just you know, it's like being around extreme talent. But they look at you and go, Hey man, I love what you're doing. I can't wait yeah, to play like a show. What? Yeah. what? Why would you play a show with me? Yeah, you know, so cool. Cool. Y'all are great. So that's the same thing was like the first time we ever met. That was was it trees? Who are you and me? Yeah. Was it trees? It might have been. Big, Big Mike brought you. I, well, it was, I think it was. Was it a King's X show or was it a no, six? No, no, we, we were doing. We were doing a. Uh, we did a dime tribute. Was that the one? Maybe. When the curtain so opened, I, opened with Hellbound. Maybe. Uh, was maybe. That the one? So, so my memory of meeting you guys is super fuzzy. Because it's like four, it's like four shows kind of blurred into one. Because he <laughs> right. brought me to he brought me to a bunch of different ones, and he was like, "These guys, you have to meet these guys. You know, Six Pass Hell. These guys are fucking phenomenal. They're great. It's a great show." And I was like, fresh off of uh, whatever King's X tour and f- new to the Razor Thirteen thing that was trying to form. Yeah. And um, you know, I just kind of went wherever, and Mike bought me beer. <laughs> like, all right cool let's go dude these guys are badass <laughs> well i think it was a few months after that we're on the road together yeah four months 
Yeah, we got done with the King's X tour in 2005 in December. Then Christmas happened, and I either showed up between Christmas and New Year's, or I came right after New Year's, and it, so it was 2006. Yeah. So yeah. let's just say January. Yeah, January. And then yeah. you and me were on a tour bus four months later, driving to LA. But before that, before that, we were at barbecues at Scott's house. That's right. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> he had that. Uh, he had that. The the big square one there where you could put rack, you know, meat in all the racks and stuff, right? Oh, dude, it was just brisket and yeah, ever and, and a trampoline and a trampoline, trampoline, which if uh, boss probably still has a scar if you watch yeah. the video. He fucked himself up somehow, right? Well, no, no, Chad Hester, my buddy. Uh, it's on video. If you go on YouTube and watch it, it's up at Six Pastel and look at all the YouTube videos. He had lit that M80. Oh, that's what happened. Threw it when, when Boss was jumping on the tramp. As soon as he landed, it, it popped around. <laughs> Dude, Dude, I had a were, lot of fun at that different house. Times I would, I'd come out. You took a picture of me coming out of the shower with a beer. I did. It was me. Dude, that was you. I think you yeah. took a picture. Yeah. I took that photo. You're like, you your hair, you're pulling your hair back and you got your thing here. I was had because that was like one of the nights that, you know, well, all the nights, you and me, you're such a good talker and I like to talk as well. And we stay up all fucking night. We oh, passed man. out. I think like, I think I like passed out on the floor, you know, or whatever. Oh, like, uh, under, uh, you passed out under Scott's uh, air hockey machine. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. It's and then you like yeah. woke me up. And you gave me a beer, and you're like, I'm going to take a shower. And when you came out of the shower, I was like, I took this photo because you had the beer in your hand. And you're like, all right, what are we going to do today? <laughs> well, I got, we got steamy in the shower. I need something to cool me off. So. Right. Yeah, that was, man, that was a long time. Later. That was 20 fucking years ago, almost. The bar after that, and saw a band, and came back, and then Scott had a studio in his, in his room. We started jamming. I have um, CDs here of stuff we did we wrote or we recorded at the studio and used yeah. the uh the electronic drums you had there. The drums. The yeah. drums. And i have yeah i've got that literally really? sitting right here let me look. really yeah. wow it's somewhere in this wow and it'll say it'll say something like six past hell like right like this one says carry song on the top which is interesting Razor 13 demo. Dude, look at these things, man. Like, no, they, they don't even make that's these things awesome, anymore. man. Look at that. Wow. Um, Razor awesome. 13 demos, 4th of July and Rage. Oh, oh man. Dude, Fucking, I remember you sent me that song. Dude, Rage died. I, yeah, think, he, I think he killed himself. Um, I don't. I don't know why. I was watching yep. the podcast with you and Mike, and I was like, and he told me that um, Joey died. And yeah. I, dude, I had from I had been him, but way before. Yeah, I had no because he was. He told me he was going on the. Um, he was doing the uh, Walking Dead. Yeah, and it, before that, the Underworld. He said, "Man, I'm I'm excited today. I'm putting the prosthetics in Kate Beckinsale's mouth." You know, yeah. back in the eve, and uh, and I kept in touch with him a lot, but up until last year, I haven't heard anything from him. I didn't know he died. This, this is from that time. It says Chuck. Chuck it says Chuck yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah, you were Chuck wagon. And then there's another one. Um, it says shitty demo on it. <laughs> <Shitty>. <laughs> Great. 
I mean, what we were just making, we were drunk and like, hey, let's do this. Hit record. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you know why you got the name Chuck? Remember that? I, okay, let me tell you my version. Let me tell you my version, and then you tell me your version because okay. okay. I've heard different ones. So my version is, uh, Big Mike is talking to Jr. on the phone, and Jr.'s like. So how's your bass player Chuck doing? Mike's like, who the fuck is Chuck? He, you know, like, oh, your your bass player? You mean Ryan? He goes, oh, well, he looks like a Chuck or something, you know. And like, that's the story. <laughs> that's is that it. Okay. That's, yeah. <laughs> and that's how it stuck. Okay, you, you told him your name like multiple times, right? And Josh is like, he kept saying Chuck. <laughs> and my bass player Chuck's cool, man. I'm like, who's Chuck? Bass player. I was like, his name's Ryan. Are you sure? Like, oh, uh, well, yeah. He introduced himself as Ryan. It looks like a Chuck to me. Looks so, like and and then on tour it became Chuck Wagon. Yep. And Chuck then, Wagon yeah, Cook. My last name's Cook. Yeah, uh, Chuck Wagon. And then Pirate. Pirate. So, so you were. And then we it turned into thirteen. It turned into all kinds of weird stuff. Yeah, we called you all those names on the road, and <laughs> you answered to all of them too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Chuck, <laughs> what? which is funny. Hey, Ryan. Matter of fact, when we, you know what? When Josh started calling you Ryan, you said it just seems weird, dude. Remember on the bus, like, it seems weird you call me Ryan. He was like, just figured your name out. I'm like, well, I don't know, man. Just call me Chuck. Keep calling me Chuck. He's like, all right, Chuck. That's my Uh, that's my nickname now, man. (laughs) And dude, I I still respond to it. Like I talked to Big Mike the other day, and Big Mike was like. Oh, hey, what's up, Chuck Wagon? I'm like, dude, what's up, man? How are you doing? I love it. I love it. It's fun. I love having nicknames. Shire calls me 13. That's why you're on the 13, old Al yeah, Shire. Yeah, and, uh, you know, <laughs> I'll respond to all of them. Fuck it. Let's go. Yeah. Let's have fun. Let's go. Watch it go. Three. Uh, um, But, uh, hey, let's. Okay, so I want to wrap this up, but yeah. I don't want you to go anywhere. I want you and me to hang out for a minute, have another beer. Yeah. Everybody who's been listening, this has been Rob past hell. Rob, would you like to, you know, say anything, any last words or um, you want to come on again and talk about love, aliens you know what, or some shit? It, what I would love to do is come on again with Scott, Zach, oh. and JR. Oh, dude, that would be fantastic. Like all of us. Yeah. That would be Got super it. fantastic. He he told me he was going to do that the next day. Like they were going to uh, Zach's uh, kid's it's birthday. Or so. yeah, yeah, it's not his birthday. And he said everyone was going to be there, but it turned out not everyone was there. So we never no. did it. But I wish like I we had. Do you know how crazy? And like Zach said, or like Zach, like Scott said, it would. It's going to be chaos. If we get all five of us together, it's going to be fucking crazy. Well, you know. <laughs> Because I, I I know my guys, I know my band. It would be yeah. a barbecue. One of it'd be one of those things. You know what? <clears throat> what would be really great it, for you to come out. Yeah, we need to do it in person and yeah. film it in person. Because there'd be barbecue beer. I, you know, other than other than what we're doing here. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, come out. Yeah, come well, out. And there. I have I have microphones for my for my other out. YouTube channel. Uh, like I've got. Oh, they're not sitting around here, but I've got like these little microphones that you can clip to yourself. And so I could right. like mic us all up Yeah, and we can all just be hanging out record. And uh, I don't know, that find somebody really to record us. That would be fun yeah. as hell. That would be a lot of fun, man. Cause I think that you would actually capture exactly what, you know, what goes on. 
with a uh, with six by seven boys together. Yeah, like, that would be even cool, even even in in our age, we still we're still young. We still feel, God, dude. We still feel like it. You know, I feel it, like life it, is short. Life is short for a brother. short period of time every day. Yeah. <laughs> like every day, I'm like, yeah, I'm young again. <laughs> you can't um, you can't look at at the picture of oh my god I'm getting older and that's the end when you start doing that that's when you I think you you really start feeling old I think sure. that's when you, you 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 start basically degrading yourself uh, you know yeah. because in our mind especially in mine it's always going to be like we were when we first started playing music for sure. kids yeah you know, keep that got to keep the youth bro yeah, I like that, dude. That's that 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 feels good for me. Like I've been going through some pretty um mentally tough times, especially since 2020. All of us have that. And it I don't really know how to I don't know. I don't know how to to uh, to how to talk about this, but it's been it's been hard up here, you know? Yeah. And and I've been getting through some stuff and and which is great. And I've had a lot of friends give me some great guidance and all that, but like the the getting older part and i don't know i haven't been taking that very well you know and it's I've been, I, yeah it is and i've been ha but i've been having negative self-talk in here right and, right and it's the interior inside brain saying bad things and, and you know uh i go through that well like i said I, august 27th i turned 50 yeah and probably a couple of weeks ago it kind of hit me i was in my car and i just thought holy shit i'm gonna be 50 years old then when i got home i was like hell yeah i'm gonna be 50. this is kind of cool yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is kind of cool i mean all right you now I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna deal with this head on and and uh look at you know look at myself in in the most positive way i can like and like yes. we were talking about earlier you know like we don't look it that's a that's a gift dude so absolutely dude that's he, awesome. he, he should be doing just celebrating every day the way he looks you know yeah. and he and still dude, shredded information from him from doug that dude always is smiling and always embracing so right there yeah. man you yep. know that's a, it's a beautiful thing so i think i think you're, you know, the old saying, you're only as old as you feel. I, I look at it, you're only as old as you think. Okay. Not as you feel. Yeah. Right. You're only as old as you think, dude. There and, you go. Because I, honestly, I feel we have a lot of shows left in us together. And I think we have a lot of fun times as a brother of being together, which, which, you know, time, jobs, kids pull us apart. Yeah, and we start getting stagnant. Like, yeah, wow. You know what? It doesn't take much for me to just go and go hang out. Yeah. Oh, the, the only thing that stops you is like, do I really want to get out of bed? Do I want to get off the couch? Do no. I really want? You know, yeah, I have to go to work <laughs> at four a.m. tomorrow. Do I want to go outside? <laughs> when we were younger. We used to laugh at people that thought about the way we do now. Yeah, no, that's laugh true, dude. But like right. it's one hundred percent true. Like I, I'm like, oh fuck, I got to get up at four a.m. I'm not going out tonight, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and before, we'd have went out till three a.m. Went home, took a shower, went to work. 
That's right. Which I'm not saying that's good. You know, don't. But that's why that's, Hot Topic did not hire me back after the that, that's seasonal. How that's how we thought. Yeah. And we, we, we didn't think anything of it. It was no big deal. Like, yeah. I remember going to work because, after a night out drinking with you guys. And I worked at Hot Topic or whatever. And, uh, oh, man. Yeah. And like, I went, I went, I'm to sorry. Yeah. But not your fault. Not your fault. <laughs> I went to, I like, I wasn't supposed to go to work that day. Uh, and I got a phone call from the manager and she was like, Hey, uh, I'm driving past Gessner and Westheimer, which is kind of where I lived at the time. Like, I'm going to pick you up. I need you to come work at the store. So, okay. All right. But I'd been asleep for like an hour. Smelling like booze. I woke up, I woke up with a shower beer and don't judge me. Oh, no shower beers. Um, not, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about them and the, uh, the, anyway, so she picks me up and she's got a stuffy nose because she's kind of sick or something. And but she could smell the booze, but she didn't say yeah. anything. And later on, she like showed she's like, dude. So one of our other associates told me that you smelled like beer when you came to work. And I was like, okay. And she was like, cool. Ryan, you can't work here if you're smelling. Are you drinking before you come to work? I was like, no. Both times you guys called me on a Saturday or a sunday and said hey come to work and i was already drinking (laughs) i've been drinking for uh 18 hours and i was like yeah "Yeah, fine i guess i'll come but like now i know as uh as old as i older i'm getting if work calls me and i've had a beer i'm you know (laughs) on a sunday like hey ryan we really need you to come in like right okay i've yeah i've had a beer or six want me to come in oh never mind click (laughs) i remember I remember when we worked, uh, me and Scott and Josh worked together at General Dynamics. It was uh, telecommunications. Yeah. Like 2000, 2001. Uh, we used to have safety meetings. Oh, and this yeah. was this was the boss having safety meetings. Was well, it, don't. Was it? Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> like, oh, and the meeting was, don't use a four-foot ladder to climb eight feet. Right. And then the rest, it was always at a bar. So we would just drink. Okay. There, 12 hours dude yeah well that'd be like a thursday and on friday morning uh if when you get josh in the podcast he will tell you they sent us all home because we even though we showered when we went home we were reeking of whiskey <laughs> and and they sent me and scott and jr they y'all go your salary <laughs> Y'all, y'all do not be in this on this property. Wow. So we went back <laughs> home and slept it off, man. Those are the good days back then when you could do that with your boss. When you, yeah, and you could make it. You could make it happen too. Like you would, you'd only feel like shit for a day yeah, versus hey. like four days. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Next day, well, as a matter of fact, we were rehearsing that night. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right, but, Rob, yeah. dude, I yes, fucking sir. love you. Do not go anywhere. <laughs> Let's grab a beer yeah, and have a good conversation. Another, I'm gonna get me another uh, another beer and uh, yeah, I'm thirsty. Let's, let's keep fucking talking, everybody. There will be a part two, three, four, five, six, seven, oh, and eight. I'm sure it's, it's, with uh, yeah, with, with my good buddy Rob. Get everybody in here, dude. That would be fantastic. This has been oh. the thirteen with Ryan thirteen, Rob Alexander or Rob Past Hell, as I like to call him, and. We will uh, see y'all on the next one. Bye, everybody.